Ramble. Wind up your engines and buckle in and strap up and get the frick ready. It's another episode of the Tripod. Welcome one, welcome all. You got all your buddies here. You got Ned. What's up? You got Eugene. <laughs> Aloha. Oh, wow. chill. And you got a nice chill Habersburger, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I'm Zach and joining us as always is Miles. What's up, Miles? Hey, what's up, cuties? Guys, we're feeling good this morning. We got a lot of stuff that we want to talk about. We're talking commencement speeches and the Met Gala. But first, we were talking about Elon Musk right before this podcast started. Uh, Miles is a huge fan. He considers him his personal hero (laughs) and icon. Oh, really? Uh, Wow, (laughs) Miles. I never knew this about you. So you have his book. You got a photo of him on your wall. I could not, I can't stand Elon Musk now. I used to be a fan because he was a cool business guy who made Tesla cars, and now <laughs> I can't stand him. You named his son a, a dumb name, and it's okay, just- Okay, so let's just start, uh, let's dive in right there, Miles. I don't want to have you just rave about how much yeah. you love Elon this entire <laughs> podcast. Ned, this was news to you. You do not know about Elon's child. Oh, I did see that. No, like XAE Alpha foot <laughs> 9 or 12 or something. If you don't know what we're talking about, I have no idea. Uh, he named his child like A.E. Pi or something. <laughs> yeah, it's Dan for short. Elon had a child with, with uh, alt pop singer Grimes, who I adore, and their child is the weirdest name. It's uh, She explained what it was on Twitter. So X, the unknown variable, and then two crossing swords. And then A.E., but it's like the A and the E are combined. I don't know what mm-hmm. that's called. Like Do you guys? Encyclopedia Britannica. No, it's yeah, I... I I think it's pronounced like Ash is what I read somewhere or something like that. So for her, she says it's her elven spelling of AI, love and or artificial intelligence. Then A-12 is the precursor to the SR-17, our favorite aircraft. No weapons, no defenses, just speed. Great in battle, but nonviolent. And then A for Archangel. And then my favorite part of this is that Elon responded and corrected her that it wasn't the SR-17. He wrote SR-71, but yes. (laughs) Which is such a dick move to correct the mother of your child on Twitter. Well, she was wrong. I yeah. mean, you know. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> Miles. I get that you're upset, but the you know they're citing Elvin spellings and artificial intelligence, which are both like checking heavy check boxes for yeah. me. So I'm <laughs> I'm inclined to, you know, I mean, what do you know about the the love that a man has for his child? Uh, okay, yeah, I bet that's gonna be really <laughs> g- really great for the kid when uh, he goes to kindergarten and he's he's named that. I don't know. I I thought I thought this was a, a joke to be honest. Um, nope. But I guess it's it's real. And um, I mean, it's hard enough to fill out Habersberger on the Scantrons. Is the AE one box on the Scantron, or is it two letter boxes on the Scantron? Well, uh, you know, this kid's not going to have to take the SATs. No, he's going to be freaking <laughs> no. uploaded to the cloud by the time he's ten. I feel like we're all living in like this base follow the herd mentality and grimes is over here (laughs) she's she's broken through her third eye is fucking open you know why your name is 
is Steve because your parents didn't have any creativity. Whoa. Steve, that's what I'm going to say. Grimes over here dropping dropping fat knowledge on us, showing us the way it can be. Also, Elon Musk isn't smart. Here, That's a freaking hot take from me. He's not Whoa. a smart guy. He's wow. good at cars. Is- oh, cool. You good at space and cars? He's like freaking shilling out like coronavirus hoax theories on Twitter too. Get, yeah. get fucked, get Elon. Like, come on. I, I, okay. I'm over it. I- but we have... To- okay, so there's one really uh, <laughs> praiseworthy thing. And I think, Eugene, you know what I'm talking about, right? Related to Tom Cruise. Why don't I you explain Tom. to Zach? Because I think coming from you, Wait, you're what? both big movie buffs. What is Elon Musk doing with Tom Cruise? So, <laughs> oh, in the near future, oh, uh-huh. Tom Cruise... Oh. Pairing with the International Space Station. Oh! Okay. And Elon Musk will film the first movie in <sighs> actual outer space. Shut what? the fuck up! Really? What? Miles, yeah, yeah. Miles, I know that's you gotta really take cool. it back. That's you gotta so take cool. it back. <laughs> you gotta so take cool. it back. Dumb people don't do that. <laughs> dumb people don't do that. He's dumb, but he's cool. I can, I can, I can settle for dumb but cool. <laughs> it's a dumb and cool idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty really sure cool. he's very smart. He's like a yeah. modern day Tony Stark. My, I mean, do you guys? You heard about the Hyperloop? Oh my well, God! Someday, yeah, someday if, it'll be done. As if that will ever happen. As the if. one topic that Miles can't even comedically entertain is, just, <laughs> is Elon Musk. Anything else, he's down to cloud. You know what? If we do not dare to dream, then what <laughs> are we? We're animals sitting in traffic on the goddamn <laughs> I five. That's what we are. You think the government is gonna get it done? No, they're not. But hey, if, if he wants to hook me up with a Tesla, then I'll freaking endorse him. Do you guys know more about this movie in space? I want to know more. That's so dope. He's going to be doing l- little That's stunts awesome. floating in space. Yeah, he, you know, Tom Cruise being the ultimate uh, action star wants to go to the furthest limits and shoot in space uh, at least some scenes of some sort of movie. Sounds great to me. You know, we've seen him strap himself to an airplane. Uh, he's done some really wacky things, but this is pretty amazing because he will be the first movie star, uh, one of the first civilians. Like, it's just not common for yeah. a civilian to go to space. I do think the film, though, is not necessarily going to be a, a traditional Tom Cruise action flick. It's uh. paired It's paired with... I mean, because imagine you can't really do actual space Slow-mo. action yeah. while potentially <laughs> dying fuck up in space. space. Yeah, so... <laughs> I think it's I think it's paired with um with NASA and I think it's going to also do something where it it showcases how astronauts work to help people essentially be interested in things like joining well, so it's propaganda. Yeah. Tom can do comedy, so hopefully it's a funny flick. Yeah. Uh, I mean gravity could have used a little more humor, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra Bullock just kind of looking yeah. right to camera, giving a joke. Can you imagine how <laughs> dead inside Tom Cruise must be once you've experienced the level of adrenaline oh, yeah. that he's experienced? You have to just keep upping it again and again. What's left? You have to go to space. That's what's left. That's There's true, nothing but... left for him on this planet. He's done it all. <laughs> but that's going to be, I mean, you've heard that astronauts do like have a crazy uh, depression spiral oh. after they've been in space for a long time because they do see how pointless all the Earth problems are because they've seen <laughs> oh, no. Earth. 
They've seen mm, weather systems. Crazy. They they've seen you know space. So when they come back, they're like, "Well, this isn't that important, is it? Nothing's really that important. Um, we're all just on a rock." Yeah, it's like a real. Uh, and that's that's why astronauts go to space multiple times because they're like, "Yeah, get me back up there. Get me, that's where the real world is. That's what life is, Deuce. baby." <laughs> Oh, you know what? I think you, I think you, uh, you diagnosed it. Elon Musk has astronaut complex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just wants to return to an elven world. Yeah, I mean, and don't, don't we, we all? all? Yeah, don't, don't we, we all? all? <laughs> that, man, I watched all of those extended editions, and you know what? The Old end rings. of um, Return of the King is still pretty long. But <laughs> <laughs> once I had was. In for like I was twelve hours deep into this whole saga. I was like, no, I need to know what happens to Frodo and Sam and everybody else. I need and this Gandalf. half hour ending after the ending after the ending. Also, The Hobbit. Did you like The Hobbit? No, I did not. Um, <laughs> Such a seemed like a answer. cash grab, but I'll stand by and defend it for anyone that comes asking because look, The Hobbit's not so bad. You just said it's not so bad. It's not so bad. We're You're talking about the movies. Compared, we're cha- yeah. yes, we're cha- we're comparing it to Lord of the Rings, which is one of the most fantastic uh, fantasy sagas of all time. Yes, Hobbit did not need to be three movies. It was definitely a way to make money. But like, I don't know. I think it's more enjoyable than a lot of other uh, like like mediocre fantasy films that like were actually very bad. It's just not what we wanted it to be. But it's God. still like. You got Smaug, he's being dope. You got that that you got they gotta find the little little scale to shoot the arrow through. Love that. You know, I big am, old I am eagles. Biting, biting my tongue harder than I've ever bit it because no one wants my hot take of the Hobbit, a movie that came out I don't know how long ago, but that genuinely is one of my least favorite movie going experiences really? of all time. I could Whoa. not could not strongly disagree with you more. I think that first movie is a steaming pile of turd. The first 20 minutes is just, remember Lord of the Rings? How fun was that? Then the movie starts. Then it's another 10 minutes. It's 35 minutes before the inciting incident. It's a fucking mess. Well, and then I got to watch fucking. Have you read the book? That's how <laughs> yeah, it I have read the book. The book Everybody is like 200 comes pages. on the door and it's like, the book is so short. One. My plates. My <laughs> the plates. Book- the book is short, and they've turned it into three movies. It's a children's book. I can't. I can't. I can't. I read that book in fourth grade, okay? <laughs> it's well, short. I read it in seventh, and that's the difference between New York and Tennessee education. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys cast yourselves in the Lord of the Rings movies, like who you who you would be of the group? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm Aragorn. Eugene is Legolas. Zack is Gimli. And Keith is Gandalf. No, no. Zack's Frodo, right? Zack's the Hobbit. Yeah, but, you know, I like keeping it to, like, you know, the trio and Gandalf. It's cleaner to me, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Zach's Frodo, whatever. Touch me. I, I, I try and give Zach the benefit of the doubt of saying that he's average-sized. Miles is Boromir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can fuck with that. And, Ned, I think you honestly oscillate between Aragorn or Gimli, depending on the day. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Ned's got, Ned, you actually got strong I can be Gimli noble, vibes. Or I can be real <laughs> salty. <laughs> well, guys, a cool thing happened. You guys are YouTube 2020 commencement presenters, uh, guests, attendees. <laughs> attendees. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. The, I don't know if you saw this, everybody, but we 
uh, are going to be joining uh, the Obamas, the Lady Gaga, the BTS, and a host of other wonderful things, including Zendaya, who has been a <laughs> constantly referenced celebrity in our videos lately. Uh, we're joining them for a 2020 YouTube commencement uh, situ uh, what, what, ceremony on June 6th. And we will be a part of it, and we're just, you know, trying to encourage and give a graduation to all the graduates, college and probably high school as well. Why not? Everybody uh, who's not getting their graduation this year, we are going to help you have one from the comfort of your own home. <laughs> so if you're graduating, check the link in our description or on our Twitter. Uh, you can fill out your name and where you're graduating from and potentially be included in the ceremony we're really excited about this it's it's just i mean having things like prom and graduation get canceled on people really sucks and there's yeah. so much hard work that goes into the entire you you know all of your scholastic life that's led you to this point and it deserves to be celebrated so we're super excited to be part of this cool special big thing and Dan zach will be dancing with bts yeah um, huge i'm gonna be performing with my two groups both try guys and mm -hmm. as jimin and bts which is very yeah. exciting for me to get a double spotlight this is huge yeah uh so so we found out about this uh a few days ago um like literally i think less than a week ago we were asked and all we had heard was that perhaps the obamas are involved that's the last we heard about it until yesterday morning when the link went live so we found out with all of you guys mm -hmm. who was on this star stud i mean malala's there lady gaga's giving a commencement speech both the obamas it is like seeing our name on that list kind of blew my mind yesterday did you guys feel the same way uh, it was thrilling i was like wait wh uh, whoa and we're there too and dude perfect is there <laughs> i mean eugene you were the first one to see it right yeah i texted y'all i think it's a uh, definitely the only time we'll ever see our our <laughs> names ever associated in that caliber of a lineup yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Malala's there. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's like just the ultimate we are not worthy moment. Nobel, pre Nobel mm. Peace Prize winners are on there. So so we have a slot of time and it didn't, you know, we we were asked, we were honored. It's such a cool thing and and the the company that we're within is so amazing. There was no hesitation. Absolutely, we want to be a part of it. But then last night I was thinking about it, and uh, Zayn Hajazi from Vlog Squad, who's also one of the uh, the guests on that, he was DMing me, and he's like, "So what are you guys doing for this?" And I don't mean to out him, but he was like, "We're really freaking out because we're going up against Obama and Lady Gaga and Malala and BTS, and how do we possibly not look like the biggest fucking idiots in the world compared to everyone else on that list?" And then I was like, "Oh my God, he's right. What could we possibly say?" What could we possibly do in our allotted time that even comes close to honoring these incredible people? So do you, I, we might as well use I this assumed, as a brainstorm. I assume they're going to send us a script and the script is going to be essentially this. Hello, graduating class. We're the try guys. We know as you graduate, you're going to have to try to figure out how you're going to adjust to these crazy times. But you guys can be just like us and try your hardest. Bye. <laughs> wow, we should just use this Zoom call and this podcast. Yeah. We'll just send them, we'll send them what Keith like just that. said. What if we say, look, guys, it's really hard out there, but this is something that we're all going through together. In fact, we're all in this. 
together. together. Ooh, yeah. And then we bust out into dance. I mean, it would be nice I, if we could lean into what our strength is on this roster, which is being really silly. But yeah, I think I we'll be I would I don't, I don't know if they would let us, but that would be certainly the most unique thing we could offer. What, what if we try sexy graduation outfits? <laughs> 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 it's a classic sexy try-on video. But it's like all graduation not sexy. robes throughout everything history. Is, but everything is just really not sexy. But we're playing them off as if they're Tight sexy. Two-minute video, yeah, us right. cracking wise. Ooh. I want Keith. I want you to try the the fancy things that the professors wear. Ooh, can I be cum laude? But I can say cum louder. Good jokes. Good. See, we're already doing it. There's cum laude, summa cum laude, and magna cum laude. Summa, summa cum laude, just you in a sumo suit with a graduation robe. <laughs> it's summa, right? I was just I just graduated cum laude. I was gonna be summa cum laude, and then like. Some pass or fail class that I could have act that I actually ended up getting an A in, but because I took it pass fail, I only got the pass. It lo it didn't allow me to get that extra point, so I actually dropped my GPA right at the last uh, second when I was graduating. So I went down one tier. However, they had already printed my diploma with that other word, so it says that I'm summa cum laude, but I am not. I was just mm. cum laude. Funny thing about uh, my chemistry degree is I actually have a Bachelor of Arts in chemistry. I took so many theater and film classes that, uh, you know, there was like two different levels of the science degree. To get a Bachelor of Science, you had to take a couple more advanced chemistry classes. I have a Bachelor of Science in theater. <laughs> What? I, what? It was because Crazy. our school, the basically the difference between a BA and a BS was just, did you take languages or did you take more math? Oh. And I'm like, I'm not good at languages. I'm great at math. I'll just do math and science. And I just did extra math and science classes. And because the, also I think the BA that the, you had to take like four years of language and you only had to take four semesters of math. So I'm like, well, that's obvious. That's half the work. <laughs> I'm just going to take the <laughs> math classes. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Keith, Keith, I don't know if this was on the podcast, but you got a cat. I got a cat, everybody. Yay. Yay. Alfred. He goes Meow. by many other names uh, <laughs> because we call him whatever we feel like in the moment. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great big old boy. Uh, he's a sugar. He's not allowed in this room or else I'd show him uh, on the camera. He's not allowed oh. in Why the not? guest room or the bedroom because Becky and I are both allergic to cats. So <laughs> try to have... Uh, what? <laughs> we're allergic wait, to everything. What? But we, wait, we what? take Claritin. What? We take Claritin. It works great. Um, <laughs> Hold but, on. Uh, You're taking allergy medicine every single day for the rest of your life? <laughs> every day for the rest of our life. You know, some people take vitamins. Uh, we take Claritins. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so you must be mildly allergic then. Yeah, not not like deathly allergic. Just mildly. Right. Get you I don't think I could do that <clears throat> even with daily Claritin. Yeah, no, it's just a mild allergy, and our cat's not super, like, uh, super shetty or doesn't have a super reaction. But um, yeah, we have the cat. The cat's great. Uh, we are allergic, so we keep him out of our bedroom because we just, you know, getting a good night of sleep and normal air that's not cat air is going to be helpful for us. And then we also kept the guest room in case anyone ever comes over or stays over and they are allergic to cats to keep a room that is uh, for them that is... And there's no reason the cat needs to be in here. 
And you guys, <laughs> um, you sheltered the cat. He's what four years old, maybe you don't know. We he's definitely they were to, we were told he was four years old and eighteen pounds, and then we took him to a vet. He says no, he's thirteen and a half pounds, and he's probably a little older than four because he's got <laughs> some. Uh, so the cat has a crazy story. The cat was in a Alice. seventy plus cat uh, hoarding situation Whoa. in. Um, in Mexico, where there were like 70 cats living in essentially like a room this big. Wow. Like one of those where like, where are the cats? Where are the cats just literally on top of each other? Um, it, so is it he's like got uh, some... the Branch Davidians in Waco? I've been watching that. They just kind I haven't of have been their watching little, their Waco, own little commune. I assume it was, I, I assume it was crazy one, depraved cat One situation. enigmatic cat leader who's leading them all. <laughs> the old Deuteronomy of the group. Okay, go on. Um, yeah, I I don't get those references. Uh, the, <laughs> so yeah, he was one of a million cats. He came up um, to the states where he was there for like a few weeks. We went in and we met all the cats, and he was just super sweet, super big. And we thought this guy is a good guy, and he probably has a little bit tougher time getting adopted because he's a little older, he's a little bigger, he has big ass scary teeth, but he is just a sugar. Um, so we got him, and he's fairly healthy and now he's like the most chill cat he is very calm sleeps a lot and i just joke that he's finally able to get some goddamn peace and quiet because, <laughs> yeah look at them look at the ned's hooking Yay. it up we got some beautiful photos of yeah. our cat alfred He's I really sweetie. think he looks like charlie chaplin like a lot like <laughs> oh him. yeah he's got a little black nose um which uh, could he's look a like scamp. it's a little black mustache but it's <laughs> technically on his nose which yeah, we only say is, is a charlie so chaplin mustache which reminds us there's no one else in history now keith uh i wanted to give the other guys a chance to put you on blast for a second because for a long time you've spoken ill of their pet instagram accounts and yeah. here you are creating a super viral kitty cat yeah well here's the thing Having a dog Instagram is ridiculous. <laughs> Having a cat Instagram. Cats built the internet, baby. It would be a I cannot disservice. believe you are fucking defending yourself. I was all about ready to not drag you and say welcome to the community. But if you're about to say that cat Instagrams are okay, but dog yeah. Instagrams are not. Look, lol You cats. need to go skee-ball yourself away. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not watching the video feed, Keith has a skee-ball uh, court behind his camera, and he is currently scoring big. I did not. Actually, I scored poorly on all those sides. It's hard to throw backwards, but it is fun. You know, I was doing some work yesterday, waiting for some renders. Hop up, throw a few skis, <laughs> ski a few balls. That's uh, pretty cool. Where'd you get the actual ski balls? Well, the ski balls are just hollow rubber juggling balls that I had. So they're really oh. high quality juggling balls, and they're like the perfect weight and smoothness where they're not going to fuck up this cardboard foundation. Uh, but they also have a good weight and good feel to throw. I do have somewhere I have two wooden balls from an old like nine pin set of mine that are actually like mm. the uh, they're ski balls. They're real ski balls, but they're in storage somewhere, and I don't know where they are. And uh, I don't know, but I, I actually, we can get to it later in the podcast, but I was like going to ask you guys, what should I do with this? <laughs> I obviously can't, I can't keep this forever. It takes up like 18 or 20 square feet, which is a lot of room in an apartment. It's cardboard. It smells like cardboard in this room. Now you walk in and it just smells like cardboard. <laughs> 
to those who are not following on social media, you built a ski ball court. I don't know if you said that, but you fully did like a DIY ski ball uh, lane machine. in your home. Machine. machine. It's not a court. I'm calling <laughs> it a court. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I, I don't meet my buddies there. Well, it's because you haven't invited us. I built. I spoke about how I was going to build one on the last podcast. I did most of the work on a Saturday. And now there are people asking for a tutorial. I might put one together. I didn't capture a ton of the process. I did capture some. Um, but for me, this is more for me. I was just... It, isolation has really turned me back into 12-year-old Keith where I was in uh, basically summers in Carthage, Tennessee. I couldn't go to a movie theater. They were too far. There were no miniature golf courses. There were no shopping malls, no bowling alleys. Everything was at least 45 minutes a drive away. And Didn't I can't read drive. The Hobbit till seventh grade. Exactly. <laughs> um, I wasn't uh, super into books. <laughs> I, I, I just like I needed to make things and make my own fun. So uh, I did. And I used to make little like little things. And now I'm a big boy and I want to make big things. But I'm still using the same uh, materials, which are cardboard and duct tape. Do you want to keep it? I do want to keep it, but I just, I don't think Becky wants me to keep it. Um, and I, you know, I, I might take it apart and build a, a pinball machine out of it next. Oh, shut the fuck up. How That's would that cool. work? Uh, I think it'd be pretty doable. I just need some ball bearings to get some nice weighted uh, silver marbles, basically. But uh, I think it's, uh, pinball is much easier. The only thing that's going to be tough is creating the flippers, but you just put... Uh, a dowel or something on a hinge and then you and put a rubber band on it so it wants to spring back and then you can go beep, 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 beep and it will should flip just fine. I'm so sleepy. The uh, the <laughs> night, last night I heard two cats mad fucking outside. They were <laughs> like, we woke up and it was like for hours just like crazy. And at first I thought it was like abandoned kittens or something. So I went out to investigate and nah, I was just cats mad fucking they were did like you, did you see him fucking yeah I, well they were doing the thing where cats kind of uh this gets dark but i think the male cat was chasing down the lady cat <laughs> oh god yeah, which might have been the explanation for the continuous yelling but they were doing it like in my neighbor's backyard um <laughs> but that was like at 1 a.m it was or no yeah it went like from 1 to like 3 a.m it was a lot of fucking Look, here's the thing. A lot of animals don't um, uh, have, have romance. romance. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a, and it's that's a why cats have better Instagram accounts. <laughs> <laughs> the barbed penises. Cats are really in, they're like you should also look up a picture of a cat's tongue, a close-up picture, because the reason like when a cat licks you, it feels very rough is because they actually have backward-facing barbs, and it's meant to be able to scrape all of the meat off of the bone. So their tongues have tiny little barbs when you look up close, and it's meant to be like a sandpaper. It's supposed to scrape. Oh. Oh, and wow. that's why when the, a cat licks you, you're like, ugh, what an awful feeling. Uh, but it's meant, it's meant for their, you know, they're fucking carnivores. They hunt. They kill. <laughs> Now, Eugene, They're I think you're the only one without a uh, pet Instagram account at this point. False. Yes. No, he's got Pesto the Pup. Oh, are they all? Oh, Pesto's on there. I forgot. Yeah, I have I have mine. I just don't really care about it. the pet Instagram account because he oh. had his dogs before Zach I had, or I got I was dogs. Oh. the OG pet owner, but I only made yeah. the account once I we got Pesto, but that was because Pesto was appearing in like BuzzFeed videos and people seemed to like him. So I was like, all right. 
But um, and only yeah. pesto has one, right? <laughs> yeah, the others just piggyback. The others just piggyback. I'm very. It's so low on my like priority list to update yeah. that. But um, Kimbob gave it a little bit of a of a revitalization. But there's certainly they're not photogenic dogs. So it's just <laughs> for me to like be like, here's a cute picture and throw it up there. But it's fun, I guess. I think Bowie and Bean are definitely, they're like more supermodel dogs. They're hot. Yeah, they're, they're hot, hot girls on Instagram. They're hot girls. Yeah. Hot girls. Oh, here's hot here's girl. the benefit of making a pet Instagram, right? Mm. Is that in the beginning, you have all of this excitement and passion and vigor. And Keith is stoked to have this new cat. And all he's doing every new day, every new pose is, is wondrous. It's like what Ned watching his child grow up, right? Every Everything mm-hmm. he does is miraculous, and Keith has to. Keith and Becky, they Gotta need photos it. of all of it. <clears throat> we, the rest of the world, maybe we want to see it, maybe we don't. So you put it in a place mm, where you give yeah. people a choice. Otherwise, his feed <laughs> would be flooded. And now, like, look, Bowie hasn't posted. And I say Bowie as if I'm not the one doing it since October of 2019. You know, Whoa. that's a that's a Whoa. dead account. But in yeah. the beginning, we were excited. And if I have a cute picture, that's where it can go. And then in the future, you know, if I'm traveling or if I'm sad, I can scroll back and go, oh, look at him when he was a puppy. Or if you know there is a dog food brand that is in need of some sort of marketing support, I'm just saying. you can be convinced to revitalize. <laughs> Uh, some of your posting, <laughs> but I agree with you, Zach. The point is, we don't need all that on your main feed. Mm. If we're really into the dog, we'll follow you at Instagram.com slash Beanie Doodle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or Big Friendly Cat, which so I can't believe a, that name was open. It's a way of like segmenting believe it either. Your, your, your main feed. Mm. But to, to get... D- so it's not all dog photos. To get, and I, I do mean the pun, a little petty, we <laughs> have to point out that many dogs and cats and the like, they are not as famous maybe as the humans who own them. So people will follow the pet because they follow the human. Yeah. However, there are dogs and cats that are far more hu- uh, famous than their human. Mm-hmm. So those dogs and cats prove that there is a hierarchy of what makes a very popular, cool, watchable, relatable pet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you see Doug the Pug and you're like, damn, like, I want to hang out with that pug. Well, Doug yeah. the Pug is definitely a hot girl account. But like Doug a hot, pug, relatable, yes, no, hot, he's relatable put, he's wearing girl. cool outfits. He's by a pool often. Mm. He is, I think Doug the Pug. But no, is, not like a hot girl, though. Yeah, I he's, think he's, he's a goofy. funny hot girl. He's goofy. Doug the Pug is like a, like the King Batch of, yeah. of the animal yeah. world. He's a comedian. I'll, I will say, it was humbling to say the least to see Keith's cat instantly overshadow me in internet clout the second it came <laughs> on the scene. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at Doug the Pug's account. The most recent pictures are him having a margarita at a cool cafe. <laughs> Him outside with his Star Wars stuff. Him having having tea at his desk. I feel like that's a boho hot girl account. <laughs> Miles, if it if it makes you feel better, my my dog, despite not having posted since October, uh-huh. still has more followers than Maggie. <laughs> she was like, "What the fuck is going on? How does my dog have more followers than me?" 
<laughs> and admittedly, I was pretty. I was working pretty hard to promote that dog's Instagram in the yeah. beginning. Maybe I uh, should have worked a little harder for Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, another exciting thing that happened, guys, uh, you guys were on the Twitter trending page for the Met Gala, right? Yeah, I got written up in a Yahoo Sports article. <laughs> oh my god, wow. Yeah, yeah, they said, American actor Ned Fulmer pulled off Rihanna's papal, papal look. We recreated certain looks from past galas uh, using only stuff at home. It also happened to coincide with a popular challenge that uh, I think Mindy Kaling popularized. And so it all kind of serendipitously worked together. I think it was uh, essentially magnified because of Vogue and Mindy Kaling. So I yeah. think we just happened to release the video at the right time because we had filmed it a month prior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were already working on this and then it became a trend and we were like, oh, great. Uh, <laughs> we should just release this tomorrow because it's already done. <laughs> but I am really sad that we didn't have a Met Gala this year. It was supposed to be on Monday. Mm. It would have been cool. The theme this year was time. So that could have had some really cool stuff. So. They could have made the theme Cinco de Cuatro. And that would have been a really fun <laughs> Arrested Development <laughs> reference that few of us <laughs> could have gotten. <laughs> just a few of us. <laughs> a few of us I... could have been like, ha. I do have to say, though, I've got a bit of a bone to pick with Twitter. Boner alert! I got a bone to pick because we were a trending Twitter moment. When you went on, it said, uh, people are recreating Met Gala moments at home. And the header was a beautiful photo of the four of us. And I was in the center looking fucking fine as hell. And then yeah. we had the Try Guys tweet. And then Mindy Kaling's tweet. And then some of our Try Guys fandom out there. And then we had Keith and Eugene and Ned and no corn buddy. Uh. I was the only one not included in that Twitter roundup. And I don't know what I did. I was serving some Kim K realness, guys. I feel pretty scorned. And you had good photoshops too. I'm surprised they didn't share yours because you photoshopped yourself with Kanye and that's like an extra laugh. So I was surprised. <laughs> I wonder if that's what kept me, right? Is because visually I wasn't in my home. I was on the red carpet. I was too convincing. They <laughs> thought you were actually one of the attendees the yeah. previous year. Yeah. Well, clearly Zach Kornfeld must have been there last year. Sensitive relationship with Kim Kardashian. That's also true. I mean, as someone who's very close with Kim as a dear friend. Also, like, look, I'm Jimin. So that's that's there's a lot conflicting here. Uh, Keith, your look, however, did catch the eye of a certain someone. Yeah, un I, I can't believe it, but um, Blake Lively ended up storying <laughs> my recreation on her Instagram story. Yes. It was she was using the, the Try Guys account, so I wasn't tagged Ugh. individually, Oof. but she did tag the Try Guys account, did the little share the share the post sort of thing on her story, which made me feel great. And also, I was I was live streaming myself playing skee ball at the time that it occurred, <laughs> and Becky ran in. <laughs> And said, you're on Blake Lively's story. And I, I thought Becky was going to run in and tell me to fucking cut out that racket because it sounds like someone's playing skee-ball when you play skee-ball. And uh, no, it was actually that. Um, and then he, I saw she texted Matt and Eugene immediately first, and they were both excited and freaking out. I will say that uh, Eugene, with my cat, you knew before Eugene Keith. has been the biggest fan. Uh, Eugene has been there every step of the way with our cat adoption, both mm -hmm. when we were looking online for kitties, when we went to pick up the kitty, uh, as the kitty has grown. Eugene is always checking in on the cat. He's the most excited for someone who's uh, actually, actually very allergic to cats. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually love cats. I just can't be around them for very long. Otherwise, I start dying. But that'll make a fun <laughs> video in the future. Like how yeah, we're gonna... Eugene... 
stand <laughs> Keith's cat before he dies. This is an old I an old idea of ours, but is to do a um, uh, people allergic to cats hang out with kittens for a day, sponsored by an allergy medicine company, and so oh. to do to like just throw Eugene into a cat cafe and then first watch him die and then the next day he gets to go back with allergy medicine yeah <laughs> you know what's exciting about the blake lively thing too is that she posted because she posted the try guys instagram version that was a swipe and that was the fourth photo which means that she looked at each of ours guys what's it gonna take to get kim k to notice me or just us just just us in general we have done so much for her over the years think about all the videos that we've done recreating her looks uh-huh and the oh. shallows the shallows that's blake lively huge shout out oh sorry just kidding <laughs> <laughs> also we know that um keeping up with the kardashians has done some of our video type things after we did them she, they got dr trumpy to do labor pain simulators on their show they got that idea from watching us they and feed us content we feed them content yeah we notice them they don't notice <laughs> us yeah. at least the people she works with know who we are and that's exciting <laughs> i'm imagining kim watching one of our videos and going uh -huh, that's funny <laughs> <laughs> or is, is she what she which one is she watching is she watching zach's penis on the internet and she's just like <laughs> that's funny. She's, she, she's more into the game time videos i like the onesies <laughs> <laughs> she loves Try Guys Game Time. Oh, wow. <laughs> they designed his face on my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Kim, if Kim could just give one candid competition shout out, I would die a happy man. <laughs> She's been canceling candid competition the whole time. Did you guys yeah. see in our fitness video that uh, Ariel referred to Courtney uh, Kardashian as Kelsey Kardashian? <laughs> no, it's Courtney the mom. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Chris Jenner's the mom. Uh, Miles, name all the Kardashians. Go okay, ahead. Okay, got it. Yeah, so there's Kendall, uh, Courtney, mm -hmm. Chris, uh, the uh, uh, the one who's friends with David Dobrik, uh -huh. uh, and then uh, Stasi. Vanderpump rules. Vanderpump. I like that though. Stasi, and then there's uh, the uh, Kim. No, pretty much. <laughs> I find that those shows are so like whoever writes that stuff is brilliant because it's and like the editing on the, that stuff is incredible. I feel like making a. I would love to do a <clears throat> video that's a try guys video that's in that style where it's just you guys kind of doing it, but we just edit it in that like dramatic cross camera way where it's like you guys in a beach house. Phenomenal, phenomenal. I, I do think we we could make a great like you know Vanderpump Rules style show. Is like. <laughs> Zach and I are meeting today at this <laughs> nice cafe, and we're going to try to talk out what's been going on with Eugene. <laughs> and, and then we just talk, and then there's also, like, there's literally almost, it's just an interview, and then they cut away to an interview. Yeah, and then yeah. they'll cut back to what is exactly the same thing. Like, I don't know what she was saying right then. And it cuts back, it's like, so what are you saying? <laughs> I've always thought, and without a recipe, we should do cutaways to you guys straight to camera being like, so then I can't find the flower. <laughs> yeah. I will, I'll jump back to, um, we were talking about the commencement thing and it was something else we were talking about. I do, uh, I do a little bit worry about this generation of graduates because mm -hmm. it is, uh, you know, uh, we, uh, especially Ned, Eugene, and I, and, and then Zach as well, came a little late, but we graduated like in the 2008-2009 recession. 
So when we graduated, there really were no jobs. I remember, especially my teacher friends, couldn't. There were no teaching jobs. Um, there was nowhere to work, and like we were basically dumped into an economy. Be like, you can get a job at Starbucks or as a server. Starbucks <laughs> has health insurance, so like that's like what a lot of people did. Um, and now, like th- that's even tougher because if you were to currently graduate, even this summer, you know, a Jimmy John's, they may not be hiring. Because right. they barely can sustain their currently employees they have now. So I really am a little concerned for the graduates. And I, I hope that, you know, we can figure out a solution for them. And I hope that they can maintain some good, like, I don't know, uh, good hopes for the future. What's good is that we eventually got through that recession. Now look at us. Look at us. We're fucking crushing it. We're hanging out with Obama. I mean, we won't actually be with him, but we'll be in the same time block of him. And that's pretty cool. The good thing is that eventually it will go up. And you should just take this time. It's like, okay, well, I can't get work, so I will do what I can. I live off my parents, and it won't be a shame because it wasn't a shame for us. It was just the only option. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think just take this time to to do some more creative things and you know think about what other cool skills you have and maybe build a skee-ball machine. Maybe you'll find out you could have been a mechanical engineer. You know, unless you're like in a pre-med program Mm -hmm. your career is more much more likely to be a zigzag spider web of connections that you won't really see until years down the line and that's okay you know you Mm -hmm. don't have to know exactly what your path is even if you're you know have already graduated and you're kind of in your first couple of jobs or you know there's there's not it's 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 very very unclear as to what what the path is and what to do next and that is just that's that's part of part of being an adult and it's not fun but you you just kind of got to roll with it and be open to change you know yeah understand yeah, think- that what you're doing now won't be what you're doing forever uh, most likely so you know if your heart is taking you in a different direction or if you kind of have a, a desire of something that you think you want to do try it out you know Send some send some emails to people offering to, uh, to to get them coffee. I graduated in 2008, which was right when the recession really hit. And I don't mm-hmm. talk about it much, but I was a waiter in LA for five years. Mm-hmm. I was a waiter, and I graduated from the top film school in the world. Like I was supposed to walk out of there. We all walked out of there like we're like, oh fuck, we can get production <laughs> jobs. None of us got jobs. It was awful because the and there was a writers guild strike. But you know, I think there were so many paths in which we all wanted to give up, you know, because the world is just kind of really designed to go against you in these moments that are very scary, especially if you feel like you potentially have the passion or the education or both. Um, but you really just have to to stick with it. Like you really have to try to find the best way to support yourself. And for me, it happened to be to be serving, you know, that was uh, that was a job I could get part time to to support myself. But I think um, this is going to be a pretty tough time for a lot of graduates who are coming out of college and coming out of high school. Um, And so I think that, you know, we certainly all sort of uh, contribute to this idea. Uh, BuzzFeed was no different, I'm sure, that like through social media and digital content that you have a time limit for when you need to become successful. It's not just entertainment, but this idea that youth really, the youth culture is so, oh, look at um, X person making millions of dollars, you know, doing makeup just in a video. Like, I should be that person. Now, he's 18, you know. 
that's so rare. It's so rare. And, mm -hmm. you know, we, you know, I was 28 when I joined BuzzFeed on a whim and that was just to ha get a full-time job. Mm -hmm. So I think being sure that the first thing you do is play things smart, keep your dreams alive, but know that unfortunately there will be times that you'll feel bad and you'll want to, you know, sacrifice those, those goals. Mm -hmm. But everything is just a step to get to the next place. And we wouldn't be in a fortune position to deliver some silly speech about sexy graduation costumes on the same building <laughs> as the Obamas <laughs> if uh, any of us gave up in those first jobs in the in the recession in the aughts. Similarly, my first job out of college didn't come till September. So I graduated in May. I didn't get a job until September. And then that job was a three-month independent contractor job for $10 an hour. That was it. After three months, it was understood that I would be fired. You guys know I did um, some, uh, like, I went to the the medical <clears> science, <throat> some section of Chicago, and I just let them, like, do tests on me, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so funny. I, about I did that in college, too. I <laughs> what, what kind of tests? Yeah, drinking, drinking things that might have had alcohol in them. Uh, to see if they changed oh my, my emotional uh, uh, like responses and mm. stuff like that. They almost always had alcohol in them for me. Like they were like, sometimes it'll be placebo. Sometimes it'll be like low proof alcohol. Sometimes it'll be high proof. It was definitely always <laughs> high proof. <laughs> so you all... would just get fucked up <laughs> and go party. I, but it would, I would be like, it would be two in the afternoon. So it'd be from like two to six. So I would just go, I would arrive home for dinner, <laughs> holy drunk. <laughs> But with like, you know, with like 70 bucks. <laughs> like, hey. I wonder, could we do, um, you know, bring that back and do like tri labs where we're going to uh, pay people to be our human test subjects as a way to help stimulate the graduating class. And we'll let it'll be like, are you getting drunk or not? But they're always getting drunk. And then we see if they can uh, play darts. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is something you, you measure playing darts and then get drunk and then measure playing darts. You see how much uh, alcohol affects darts. Yeah. College graduates get drunk with mystery liquids. Part one of 47. <laughs> 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 I think what you guys are saying, though, is is totally true in that one, like you're going to end up taking the shitty job and you should take the shitty job until you can have the opportunity to go to something better. Like we all had shitty job or jobs, plural. Uh, for Miles, this is his. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Work is rough. <laughs> <laughs> but but I you know I think I wrote about this in our book too. It's like exactly as Ned said, you don't know the pattern until you look back. And if I try and think about the 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 things that had to go right for me to be sitting here, you could not write that. It's totally improbable and wild. It, it is a series of failures and missteps and friendships and connections that I had no idea would pay off in the ways that they did. And you just, you have no idea what life has in store for you. And that's scary, but that's also really exciting. And ultimately, the dreams that you had as a kid are probably overrated. And what actual life has in store is going to be more interesting than anything you could have ever planned. And that's what we're going to say in the Obama <laughs> commencement speech. That's what, <laughs> not bad. Yeah, That's kind of what Thanks I would say if I, were asked, today. <laughs> if I were to ask to give a commencement speech, I would talk about the necessity of failure and the 
the fact that the dreams that you have when you're nine years old probably are not the most fully formed ideas <laughs> and that real life probably has better plans. But I have a feeling they don't want that from us and we'll be there to add some fun relief in between. But oh, what if we get to throw to somebody cool? Because <gasps> like we're like the interstitials, I bet. What if it's like, ha ha ha, now please welcome First Lady Michelle Obama. Well, if you're afraid of saying Michelle Obama's name wrong, you might need some advice. And dare I say, there's only one place to turn to. It's the place where you go to get advice that'll go for miles. This is advice that'll go for miles with your rock and roll host, Miles Bonsignore. Bonsignore. How's everyone doing tonight? Huge shout out to Katrina Lynn for that user submitted theme song. You to champ, you to best. Keep on emailing and fr freaking uh, to advice I'll go for miles. You're at gmail.com, your original theme songs. Have you ever wanted to take a dip? Take a dip in your backyard. Breathing Rainbow? Did you just <laughs> feel that theme? <laughs> Give me an S. Oh, S. boy, S. <laughs> well, <laughs> give me a W. Oh, w. w. Elven language. A, give me an I. A M M I S W I M M I N G P O O L E E pool swimming British spelling. Buy a swimming pool for your lover. Oh. Walmart.com. <laughs> no. We, we, we went on Walmart.com. I'm not a sponsor. <laughs> Fucking Walmart can, you know, not be a sponsor. I'm not going to say anything too disparaging because, hey, maybe it's a brand deal later. Okay. So Walmart.com sells a swimming Stop pool. Walmart. Just say we went on a. Okay. <laughs> went to a store. Just we, say the internet. Don't say a, it again. Okay, we did a we did a, a store at one of the big box stores. That's Wait, all you, you need it? to say. We bought it for a hundred and fifty bones. I sent my stimulus check to my backyard to take a dip. Wait, you could get a pool for one hundred fifty dollars on Walmart.com. Yeah, that's enough, Zach. I'm going to bleep it. But we spent 150 bones, and we got a swimming pool that was 15 feet by 15 feet. Whoa, it is big. big. And it's like, I want to say, three and a half, four feet deep. Like, it's pretty deep. And it took about six hours to fill up. Uh, don't at me. And it's in my backyard. And for my lover, Sarah's birthday, we had a little pool soiree where we bought big floaties and we sat in the pool and it was so fun. And never did I know that before I wanted a pool for so many times. And now <laughs> I have the pool for so many times until it pops and water goes everywhere. 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 
Also, it's probably it's on like a hill. It's higher up on a level than your house. So when it pops, yeah. that water's going in your house. Oh, it's yeah. So when it pops, it's gonna go in my house. It's gonna ruin everything. Miles, you gotta you gotta build a moat right now. <laughs> oh, after yeah. this, you, just start digging. Um, yeah, you gotta protect yourself, man. So one both from foreign invasions and yeah. from flooding. We got a pool cover, which helps. And then also uh, what we can do is if you're in the pool when it pops, there's a lot of cool videos of this online. You get sucked through the hole because the vacuum, yeah. it creates a vacuum and you get, screw, you go through the hole and like in a geyser of water outside the side of the pool. But beyond that, it was thrilling for yesterday and it will be thrilling today when I take a dip. And now I have a pool for 150 bones. I'm jealous. I. It sounds like you're looking forward to the eventuality where the pool pops. Like you, you want it to happen. Oh yes, doctor. I'm ready for me to be in shame, and I'm ready <laughs> for the pool to end in problems. The problem is there's really no way to get rid of the water once <laughs> you're done having the pool. Yeah. <laughs> so we probably will have to like pop it like there's no there's no way unless i like put a tube in and like gas siphoned it with my mouth and was like <laughs> and then it kind of lets this go through the hole the tube and it goes down the the sidewalk there's really nowhere for that pool to go but it came with a chlorine filter so no bacteria is gonna get in it coronavirus be damned well shit man you figured it out is it gonna be a mosquito breeding ground? Yes. Yeah, so mosquitoes <laughs> have taken over. <laughs> no, that we it is chlorinated, so there nothing can survive in there. Not even me. Tell that to Florida. Hey, yeah. you're telling me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. I'm jealous. We have a pool in our our complex, mm -hmm. but you know we're still unsure about. You know, some people have been using it, and it should it should be okay because it can all coronavirus can only live in the UV light for three minutes, so. As long as it is in direct sunlight and someone has stopped swimming and there's at least three minutes you can observe pure sunlight hitting that pool, you should be okay. Right. But uh, it's still, you know, it's still inky. You know, I think there's still that fear just surrounding. It's like, well, someone else is in the pool. I guess I can't be in the pool today. So whoever gets in that pool first every day is kind of a dick. Why have we not talked to? Why have we not talked about the murder hornets? Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw a video of bees uh, cooking a murder hornet oh alive the other day. <laughs> yeah. Night. Oh yeah. my god, it's so crazy, guys. What murder you, what hornets. Uh, so so I was just getting my head was getting sleepy again from the cat fucking, and I was looking <laughs> at my window at this bush, and there's all these bees flying around, and I was just like, oh, look at the beautiful bees, and I was like, oh, fuck, run, bees, because the murder hornets are here. Let me give you, I was, I spent a long time watching murder <laughs> hornet content. So, Asian, <laughs> of course it's from Asia, God, it's Asian <laughs> giant hornets, AKA murder hornet, they're about four centimeters long, so they're about this big, they're huge. Oh, they're big boys. They're big, and they have these like, um, they have these like, fucking Transformers-esque mandibles that you would draw in a cartoon to show a villain. Like, they will slice off heads of bees and then eat their bodies. They can fuck up mantises. Mantises are some of their favorite foods. And the wow. only way bees can possibly defend themselves is by swarming into a tight bee ball around the murder hornet, and they vibrate their bodies at such a high frequency that they burn the murder hornet alive. And it's because they can resist body temperatures two full degrees higher than the hornet. So Isn't that they crazy? Are, they are genetically superior in that one way 
So if they all ba- so they'll basically they'll let him in. They'll like not be concerned. They'll, he can just walk into the hive, and they're like, no worry. And, go, and as soon mm. as he grabs a bee, every bee is like, great. He's he's distracted. Let's get him. And they all wow. jumble on him. It's <laughs> awesome. But that's the equivalent of like. One of your friends running around someone, shaking your asses so fast that you create heat and that person burns to death from how hot your ass shaking yeah, is. Yeah, it's twerking so hard. That- oh my God, guys. This is a dream video. Sorry, this just woke me the fuck up. I'm here. <laughs> is Didn't I joke about us doing like weird nature stuff, but if humans did it, it's like an old digital like yes. format of like yeah. what if people were like this but what if people were like freaky animal shit you know <laughs> like barbed penis fucking and booty shake until someone burns to death I that'd mean, be I'm a in. pretty sweet it. warehouse party we yeah. film it though you know and we're like yeah. here's the bees finding the mur- and i'll be the murder hornet because i'm asian and then you guys and the rest of the tri staff can surround me and shake your butt so hard that i burn to death and we'll we get a big cgi big cgi budget for it I would say if we all got around you and hugged you, that would be really uh, bad for you. You wouldn't like that. I like the shaking, though. I think you guys would just be vibrating as much as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What a fun time it's been. We really... We really, we really captured a lot. such a tough time for bees, man. Poor bees can't catch a break. I know. Bees have had a rough go. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Be sure to subscribe to the Tripod, <laughs> read us five stars, and support the show at TryGuys.com. If you want more content, check out our Patreon at Patreon.com slash TryGuys. You can become a Triceratops. Ooh, you guys imagine that the comment section of our podcast is a murder hornet, and you guys are all the little bees, and you get in there and vibrate yeah. really fast yeah. with all your yeah. rage. You, you, you just vibrate kill, up against you them. You just fucking kill it. Just rub your little <laughs> bodies all <laughs> over <laughs> the place. Also, vote for us to uh, win the Webby from Best Comedy Podcast. The link will be down in the description. Keep voting. Right now, we're at number one, but who knows what Ooh. will happen in the Ooh. last few moments. Get on there. Vote with your shaking booties. Say it number one. <laughs> Shake your booty so hard in, in the voting. I think we're just excited because this is one of the rare times we might stand a chance for audience voting. Because yeah. typically, we're in categories where someone has like... 12 gazillion followers. Right, yeah. They're the murder hornet. We're the little baby bees. Yeah. Do you guys need to go into bees. that voting, into murder the webby bees. voting, pretend it's a murder hornet, and your bodies are the little <laughs> bees, and you rub on you shake your little bees. Cover it with your votes. Well, Keith hit us with the official murder hornet theme song. <laughs> Don't kill the bees, baby. Don't kill the bees, girl. The bees have had a hard enough time as it is for the past 10 years. The tripod. Until next time, stay beautiful. Eugene, show us your bottom half. Oh. <laughs> no pants! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at my